Welcome, Alicia. Hi, guys. <laughs> I shared with my worship team before <clears throat> I got up and did this. Ask me to sing, no problem. Ask me to speak. <clears throat> this is not my. <laughs> this is not where I'm strong. So I apologise if I stumble on my words. But um, I'm fairly new to the music team-ish. I think I've been around maybe like six months. Um, but I've been totally in awe of the growth and the grace and just everything that has happened in the music team in the last six months, which I'm sure you guys have had the privilege of being blessed by. Um, but I have been asked by Lee to kind of um, take charge a little bit and, and look after the worship team. So um, I've been praying a lot about a vision for the worship team and where where we go. Um, worship is such a huge part of my life, as I'm sure it is many of you as well, um, but it is also such a huge fundamental part of what we do on a Sunday morning. Um, I've said this from the platform before, um, worship is the one part of the service where we actually get to give back to God. So yes, we do tithes and we do things like that, but when we're listening to the sermon and um, fellowshipping, we're receiving. We're receiving at that point in time. But when we're worshipping, it's not about us. As that last song just said, you know, we come back to the heart of worship. It's all about God. It's all about worshipping him, thanking him, ministering to him and ministering to one another at the same time. So I guess um, for me, God's really had on my heart um, growth in the music team, but not just in numbers. We would love to have more of you on board because I'm sure there are quite a number of you out there who can play an instrument, sing a song, um, and we would love to have you join us. Um, so if you'd like to, little plug, come see me after service. Um, but I think that I would love to see the worship team grow in their ability to lead worship as a team. So I know that a concept often in churches is, oh, there's the worship leader. This is, I'm not the worship leader. This team, other team worship leading you. And so anyone who joins us from sound, media, right through to musos and singers, I want to... Um, help build up every single one of those people to empower them in the gifts that God's given them um, to bless others. And so I see that um, practically in ways where we will um, have, we, ha we meet once a week on a Thursday. Um, currently that has been rehearsing for songs for a Sunday morning and then we come together again about an hour before the service and we go over them again. However, I'd, I'd really like this year to do some workshops and on Thursday nights to kind of shift our thinking a little bit as opposed to it being a practice. Um, it's a time where we get to worship together again. Um, and maybe there might be a time where, you know, we go, hey, we know these songs for Sunday. We Let's just get into worship together. Let's actually really delve into the Bible. Let's delve into what worship is um, and so my hope is, is that in the next six, 12 months that um, we will see a massive growth spiritually, a massive growth in numbers, hopefully as well, because we all know that when our focus is on God, that um, he blesses, blesses us, he blesses things, he will bless the team. So um, 
I guess, yeah, my vision for worship this year um, is it's just growth as in general. That's, my, that's the vision God's given me is growth, but not just growth in numbers. So um, all those who are on the team, hey, that's the vision for the year. Um, but I do also want to, like, there's a lot of people here who I see who I look around and I go, might chat to that person, might chat to that person. So if you do play an instrument, if you do just love to sing, like you don't have to actually be able to sing. Little side note, I used to be a vocal coach, so I'm happy to work with you and I know that you guys see the same musos up every single Sunday. That's because we are a small church and that's okay. Every single person on that team loves the Lord with all their heart and I just want to personally thank each and every one of you because you're amazing and the way that you guys bless me weekly is incredible. So, um, But we would love to have you join us. We'd love to have you join us so that we can grow together spiritually. The Bible talks about, um, I was actually just looking at it this morning because I was nervous about what I was going to say, but in Psalms it talks about praising the Lord with tambourines and cymbals and horns and, you know, that's what they had back then. Now we have amazing technology where we have drums and, and keys and bass and, mate, you might even be able to play the flute. Great. I love a good flute. Um, but there's so many ways that we can use our gifts um, to, to bless not just people in the team, people in the church, and to honour God with the gifts that he's given us. So, um, and that may even be you might be good at sound or putting words up on the screen. We would love to have you, you know, get involved in, in whatever way you're able. Um, but, yeah, I just... Mate, guys, I'm just <clears> – <throat> thanks, Kerry, for putting me on the spot with this. It's great. Um, but, yeah, that's the worship team. Where did Ros go? <laughs> oh, there you are. Thank you, Alicia. I'd like to let you know, Alicia, just how much we appreciate you. And there was – for those of you that don't know, there was um, – a period last year where we lost our worship leader, Jason. He moved to the country for a job and um, Pastor Lee filled in for a little while and he's great too, but he's got so much to do on a Sunday morning. It wasn't fair and so we were praying that God would provide worship leaders and uh, soon after that, Alicia and her family decided to try the church out and, um, and we discovered her love of worship and it wasn't long after that that um, she was invited to lead the worship team. And we're very grateful for that. Thank you. And that's, that's see God's provision in that as well. Yes. So we're applauding God as much as we're applauding Alicia because they work hand in hand. Next up, we have Helen. And Kerry's going to come up too um, because this is going to be more a question and answer type format. Helen's one of those quiet achievers. She does so much in this church. Um, But her specific ministries that she's recognised as the leader of, uh, the Cuppa Club, which I mentioned earlier, and card making. So you've often seen the cards, the beautiful cards on the back table, and sometimes we've used them in the service, and you've probably been a recipient of some of those beautiful cards. They're not bought like that. They're made 
You're going to hear more about that now. So over to Helen and Kerry. Is this on? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just as nervous as Helen, just to let everyone know. <laughs> she told me to ask her the questions. So what happened in Kappa Club last year and with card making? And we're going to throw in, Helen does a welcome team as well and does a fantastic job at that as well. So, yes, what happened in those departments last year? Okay. With the Kappa Club? Um, we had um, Ros's neighbour joined us and um, at a, the doctor surgery, um, giving blood, um, the nurse asked me, what, you know, what have I done during the week? So it's like, well, on Monday I do a cup of club. I've done this and that. Oh, what do you do at cup of club? Well, we just get together and we talk. We support each other she said I know this lady that could use the company and the talk okay so she rang me and she's a, a regular at the cup of club now and there's been another lady in the same instances so there's a, another one so it's just a word of mouth you don't know where or how your words are going to affect other people and bring them into your little world that's growing. And you don't know how big it is, how far your word that you've heard from God is spreading. So it's like ripples in the pond. So we gather, we support each other, um, we talk about what we've done in during the week, uh, how God's moving, you know, within our families. So it's growing slowly. And the people at the, um, the cafe, we pray for them as well. Um, they know us. They call us by name. So and I think we've been going for quite a few years now. Nelly, Nelly. So we're trying to work it out. Rosie yeah. was a baby, so she's just turned eight. eight. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's growing and uh, we love it. So, and it's it's getting out. You come if you want to, you know. If you can't make it, well, that's fine. You know, it's not something that you have to do. But it's, we're all there if you need us, you know. So, yeah. So... We're just hoping that we'll have more people come and join us for the uh, for Cup of Club. So, yeah. And did you want to share a little bit about the card making as well? Ah, oh, the card making. <laughs> <laughs> it's a passion of mine. Um, I used to buy the dollar cards and send out a card for birthdays. But it's like, I want something better, something that my heart's gone into something different so I prayed about it and uh, watched some YouTube um, videos and that it's like well they can do that I can do that and I just started putting cards together and I had 
all these different cards and I'm thinking, what am I going to do with them, you know? It's like the birthday ones are fine. I can give out to the birth, you know, for people with birthdays. But the encouragement cards, I had a lot of those and I thought, I don't want to sell them. So it's like, okay, look, I'll take them to church. See if church wants them. So we've used those encouragement cards in the church. And everybody knows what it feels like to receive a card, even in the letterbox, let alone given a card. So it's the smiles on people's faces, the acknowledgement that somebody's thinking of me, you know. So it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome. And um, I think when we did playgroup, we used to make little cards up for the kids as well and make, you know, put little presents in their little bags. And they loved it. And even my family, the kids, on their birthdays, they're out at the letterbox, where's my card, you know? And if there's not one there, did you forget? <laughs> Say, no, 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 it's special. I'm just lengthening your birthday celebration. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So everybody enjoys... Happy mail. It's not a bill. It's not a pamphlet. It's something specifically for you. So this year, I'd like to do some card-making classes, maybe at the church, but invite some of the Arabic people to come over and join us as well. So that's my vision for this year. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Helen and Carrie. You know, I confess that um, what I do with Helen's cards is put them on the sideboard in my lounge room where I can look at them. And, you know, they often stay there for six months or more, dare I say, I had to clear off the Easter cards to put the Christmas cards out. <laughs> um, but I was thinking, you know, a card can sit there and you can look at it any time. It's not like an email gets lost in your inbox. It's not like a text gets lost in your messages, um, and even a letter you put aside. But a card will stand up and can be on display, as it is in my house, for many, many months. So thank you, Helen. Next, um, we're going to see a video next, and this has been um, made or recorded by Roxanne, I believe, and she is head of the hospitality ministry team. So what's hospitality? Well, it's the morning tea that we have after church every every Sunday, but it's more than that. It's also the meals for Alpha. It's the um, special provision of biscuits after events, like uh, when, when we have um, a performance, um, as we did with the production, the Christmas production or the Easter production. Um, it's meals after meetings. Um, it's a whole lot of things. It basically involves food and the provision of food, and keeping, um, particularly keeping sufficient stocks of food in this place to service all the needs. You know, you people just come in and, and it's all there. And sometimes we can take it for granted, can't we? But there's a whole organisation by Roxanne and others, she has a team, um, who contribute to this. So we're going to watch this DVD now. Good morning, North Church. 
as you can see, I couldn't make it there this morning. Uh, so I had this great idea that I would bring my ministry update to you via video. The young people make it look really easy. It is not. This is about take 20 of the North Church Hospitality Ministry Update. So uh, on paper, I am the leader of the hospitality ministry, but it's actually not as simple as that. Um, the hospitality ministry is in two parts. There is the morning tea ministry and the fellowship lunch ministry. Uh, so the beautiful Buffy uh, leads up our fellowship lunch ministry. So as uh, most of you would know that during the year last year, on a Sunday, once a month, we would have a meal together after the service. So we want to continue the fellowship lunches into 2023. They'll be on the last Sunday of each month. And we had a really good response from people staying back, but also from people contributing food that they could bring along to share. So if you would like to be part of that ministry or would like to know a little bit more about what that involves, please go and have a chat to Buffy about that. Um, it's been great to have people contribute during the year to that ministry. Therefore, all of you who have done that are part of the hospitality ministry already. Um, the other part of the uh, hospitality ministry, as I said, is the morning tea ministry. So that is with regards to the morning teas after the service. It's also the upkeep of the, the fridge and the pantry. Uh, also just the general kitchen upkeep. Um, so there is quite a team of people that contribute to that. So Marlene, Helen, Buffy, Mareka. More recently, Steve has come on board and there are others who step up when they see the need. Uh, and that's awesome. And that's what's always been awesome about North Church is people who are able to see a need and just step into that place. There are some pretty quiet achievers on this team. They don't ask for recognition. They they just do their thing behind the scenes. They fill any gaps that they see uh, and they get the job done. Uh, but we see you and we love you. If you would like to be part of the hospitality team, we would love to have you on board. Please come and talk to one of the team members who are there today. Uh, if you'd like to be on board, um, there is no experience required. I just wanted to give you also a quick update on the coffee machine. Most of you will notice that that is no longer sitting in the kitchen. Uh, that machine has gone off to Seymour and is being used by a program called Cooking for Life. So it is a program that uh, teaches people life skills, uh, but also skills that can get them into employment. But it is also a mentoring program. And although it is not a Christian organisation per se, it is run by a lovely Christian man who has a real heart for the disadvantaged. So I just wanted you to know that the coffee machine has gone to a very good home and is being very well used um, by people who are learning lots and are gaining life skills through that. Um, so that's all from me. I just uh, have a wanted to say have a lovely morning and uh, don't forget to go and grab yourself a cup of tea and coffee after the service in our cafe area. Thank you. Bye. Buffy, would you mind just standing up for a moment so people can see who you are? <laughs> Thank you. So as Roxanne said, um, if you want to be involved particularly in the fellowship lunches, which usually happen on this, the first or second, the last Sunday of the month, Thank you. Um, they'll be starting up soon, I'm sure. Have a, have a chat to Buffy. It, just 
just involves, you know, providing a meal or perhaps some a dessert or some side uh, salads or whatever to bring along to share. Next up we have David and David's going to come down from the sound room where he's been doing sound. There's another area in which he regularly serves as well as on the worship team. But David's specifically going to talk about men's ministry today, which started up last year. Thanks, Roz. Um, when my older boys were born, um, my, I had a desire that I wanted to be around Christian men who I could look to as a role model. Um, when I started coming to North Church, there was a men's ministry that was in place and it was headed up by um, Brett Kelly. Brett's sitting in the back. And um, I'm very grateful for that ministry that, that Brett did. Um, you know, that was very encouraging to me. I wish I had that when I was younger, you know, when, when I was a, a new dad. And so what I would like to see with the men's ministry is, is just that, an environment where younger men can learn from the older men. All right? And that's not just saying that you're 20 years older and above, but, you know, the youth are young men. Right. And to have them to be able to look up to other men in our community, in our church, and to be mentored, to be have an example set for them. You know, that's that's what God does for us. We love because God first loved us. An example was set for us. And that's my heart for for us here at North Church. Also up in Craigieburn, um, where I live, I walk around and there's there's groups of guys that just sit around tables, right? It's to do with their ethnic culture. <laughs> they sit around tables and they chat. What they chat about, I have no idea because they're speaking their native tongue and I wouldn't have a clue what that was. <laughs> but do you know what? I walk past them and I go, how good is that they're doing life together? You know, as, as men, I'd like to have that environment where we can do life together where we can feel free to catch up for a coffee, catch up for lunch, men's breakfast. Okay? Maybe as much bacon as we had last year because we had an overindulgent of bacon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're a bit ambitious. We cooked two kilograms of bacon up and it was um, a, a glutton. <laughs> the week after we thought we'll go a bit lean. We did one kilogram and um, I think we still had a glutton. <laughs> um, so we might mix it up and might do pancakes this, next time. <laughs> Um, but, you know, we'll, just to have that time just to share together, right, to encourage each other. Now, iron sharpens iron. And, and look into scriptures like that and to delve, what does that mean? Because we, we use it as a cliche, lots of scriptures in life. So what, what my desire is, is to, to in, in the, the chat groups that we have, you know, weekly, just send out scriptures. People can look up those scriptures during the week, pray about them, meditate upon them, see what God's speaking to you about. When we come together, share what God's been speaking to us all about. Um, I was hoping to, to do a, a Bible study series. Um, unfortunately, I was not able to get that series. But God, in, in, while I was praying, God put a scripture on our heart. It's 1 Corinthians 13, 13, and it says, And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. 
And what God's been showing me through those scriptures is just blow my mind. You know, people need hope. Hope is a confident expectation. Right? And we, we need to be walking in hope. Um, now, Ros said no one's preaching, so I need to stop there. But, <laughs> um, but um, maybe one day I will share on that with it for everybody. But, um, you know, to have hope, a confident expectation, we all desire it, we all want it. You know, to, to, to run out of hope, sometimes a word of encouragement gives us hope. To have other guys that are around us to sharpen each other, to lean on for support, for friendship and encouragement. That's what I look for. That's what I look to. So men's ministry I do out of selfish ambition because I want to be surrounded with like-minded men <laughs> that they have a desire and passion for the things of God. Um, we're going to be having it, um, a men's breakfast the first Saturday of every month, um, at least for the first half of the year anyway. That's what I've got worked out. <laughs> Um, last year we had planned to do a, a, a walk up at Mount Macedon. Unfortunately, uh, due to weather and all sorts of other circumstances, um, we had to uh, cancel that at the time. I'm hoping to, to redo that this year, um, possibly on the 18th of March. Um, and with that, I'd like to open it up to everybody in the church to come. All right. Um, we need to work out a few things to do that, but we'll be up in Mount Macedon. It's about a five, six-kilometre walk that we do. Um, Benjamin and I actually went and did the walk last year, even though it was pouring with rain. <laughs> um, um, and um, it's gentle downhill walk. Um, um, it's about five or six kilometres, so get some walking shoes on. Um, and then we'll have a picnic at the end. If walking isn't your thing or for that long isn't your, you know, endurance, um, you're well welcome to come for the picnic. But once again, it's, it's about sharing fellowship time together to encourage each other, to develop those relationships um, and just do life together. Um, there's other stuff that I'd like to do as well. Um, on the 6th of May, there is a car show at um, the Melbourne Showgrounds. It's cool to go to, to, to do that. Um, <laughs> you know, just different things. Just to, we don't have to be sitting around all the time just eating bacon. <laughs> as nice as that might sound to some people, that does get a bit painful after two kilograms of... <laughs> Um, but, but just to, to, to mix things up, just to do things together. Um, and, and whatever else that people have ideas for, we'll just talk it through and work it out as, as we feel, you know, it's appropriate. So there, there's some ideas that we've got for um, at least the six months ahead um, this year. And my heart, my passion for the men's ministry is just to connect with like-minded guys that want to just do life together. Now, I found it really encouraging during worship. Nobody else probably saw this or even recognised it. Um, but there were some guys that were standing across the back and they were like guardians, like security. <laughs> right? um, no one paid attention to it. No one recognised it, but they were there. Silent, stable, strong people. And that's what we need to be in our community and in our families. Um, and I just saying this why well, I wanted to share that because I thought that was really encouraging to see that, um, um, you know, God's always looking over us and we need to be looking over each other. So thank you. I'll pass it back to Roz. Thank you so much, David. Um, it's spectacular to hear 
about the plans for the men's ministry. So is there a ladies' ministry? No, not at the moment. There has been in the past, but maybe one of you are going to be tapped on the shoulder, one of you ladies, and asked to lead lead a, a ladies' ministry. Because that's something when God calls you that you know it and you might fight it, but you need to answer because he will work through you and he will give you the strength. So perhaps that's something that all of us could pray about in the future, that if God desires that he will raise up somebody to lead a a ladies' ministry. So I'll leave that in your hands. We're now going to hear from Revolution Youth, and we've got a couple of speakers that are going to come up, Caleb and Carter, and share with us what's been happening there. Hello, I'm Caleb. This is Carter. Uh, (laughs) Is it on? No? Uh, Check. Yeah, it is. It is? Okay. So we're here on behalf of Revolution Youth. Yeah. So this year, we want to prioritise having fun with various activities like bumper ball and laser tag. And uh, also to connect with each other and God. Last year, we did grow in our numbers. That's great. And we've got a strong foundation of young believers. So we would like to continue growing our congregation in both numbers and spirit. Yeah, I believe that at youth, the best way to connect is just having fun. And, well, we're happy to announce... Return of Revolution Youth on the 10th of Feb at 7 p.m., um, where we'll have a barbecue and a games night. Uh, yeah, youth this term will run every fortnight, and anyone of high school age and even parents are welcome to come along and enjoy fellowship together. Uh, yeah, if you have any more questions, talk to Carter or myself. Um, I hope to see you there. Thank you. Okay, Mareka is our next speaker. Now, Mareka um, is on the board, as Roxanne's on the board, but Mareka also uh, heads up the prayer ministry. So we have a group of intercessors, and four of us meet regularly um, on Zoom at 7am, Monday to Friday, often in our pyjamas. And there are a, a few more who pray also, because they're tied up at that time of the morning, they're also praying. Um, so when you have, as you're going to hear from Mareka, when there's a, uh, when you have a need and you uh, email the office with that, that's um, sent very quickly to us and we're praying throughout the day, not just at 7am in the morning. We pray whenever we're awake, whenever we're aware of a need. So you're going to hear more of that from Mareka right now. Thanks, Rose. First and foremost, I want to say God is so good and does everything so well. In the words of the song, he is a way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, lighting the darkness and always working for our good. Even when we don't see, hear or feel him, He never stops working. Amen? As Roz said, (coughs) 
we have a small group of intercessors who pray for various needs and requests from people who are part of North Church, which includes friends, family, workmates, and anyone whom God brings across our path throughout our everyday life. A few of us meet on Zoom every weekday morning at 7am, and others keep up to date through WhatsApp, praying during the day and night, whenever the need arises. And God does tap us on the shoulder through the night too. Um, be be uh, assured that if there's a need, God will bring it to us. It would take hours for me to share about the amazing and sometimes unexpected ways God has answered our prayers. However, since I have limited time, here are some highlights. There have been many people who have been sick with the COVID virus last year and also this year. At one stage, COVID hit Benjamin's children's house. Three people in the household got COVID. We prayed for the remaining daughter, uh, the remaining person, his daughter, for protection over COVID as she was preparing for VCE and worried she would not be able to study or do the exams. She did not get COVID and did so well in her exams that she was awarded ducks of the school. Praise God. One of my family members, a non-Christian, became very ill with COVID and was hospitalised. She had a nosebleed that wouldn't stop despite everything the doctors tried and had a lot of trouble breathing. She reached out to me via text message asking for prayer from the team because she knew that we prayed. I talked to her a lot about God. Within a couple of days, the nosebleed had stopped and she was well enough to go home. Praise God. This was a great testimony to her of the healing power of our God. We have prayed for many others to be healed of, healed of or protected from COVID, which God has answered so well. Devastating floods hit most states in Australia last year and even this year, impacting many of our loved ones. One of Roxanne's neighbours had to evacuate their home as it was in the path of the flood and predicted to be overcome by it. Through prayers and petitions and by the grace of God, their home was spared and they could move back in. Praise God. My sister in New South Wales also had to flee from her home, so we prayed and her home was also spared. Hallelujah. We have prayed for many people struggling with mental illness last year some of which have been at very, a very dangerous point. But I can report that every one of them is on the road to recovery in some way, shape or form. Praise God. There have been several, several people who have asked for prayer about employment, having either lost their job, working in a difficult, stressful job situation or needing a suitable job after completing an apprenticeship or years of study. For several weeks, we held spirit-led prayer that God will provide a desired job for a dear friend. Prayers were answered in a very unexpected and miraculous way, beginning with what we believe to be a God-engineered appointment with exactly the right person, very unexpected. Praise God. Benjamin, on camera, one of our prayer team, was on a list for government housing for over four years. We'd been praying for many months about this situation and Benjamin went through many obstacles, trials and tribulations in that time period. But praise God, he got the perfect house 
It's a complete single house with two bedrooms, garage, front yard, big backyard and everything he wanted and needed. Benjamin says that through these challenges, God developed his perseverance and patience for which he is so grateful. And I can say that we've all experienced that. A great deal of in-depth and specific prayer has gone into the comings and goings of North Church and its people, including the Alpha Course, all our various ministries, the board, and both the Easter and Christmas productions last year. We've seen amazing fruit in the form of growth in numbers, spiritual maturity, strength, and healing. God always confirms he's with us and gives authority to intercede for others. It's amazing and it encourages us. If someone needs prayer, God gives the gift to us and always spontaneously puts their name on our hearts. We pray and after that, when we inform them, they tell us it was at the exact time they needed prayers. It can be for all kind of different reasons. Among the answers to hundreds of prayers, these are just a few. Prayer by definition is a devout petition to God, a spiritual communion with God as in supplication, thanksgiving, adoration or confession with a worshipping, humble and sincere heart. I'm hoping that this next year that we can do more with prayer, that we can actually have a Sunday morning where there is a group that prays for the service, that we can have a time during the week where we can meet and pray for various things apart from we as a small group. You know, every person here is capable of prayer. It's conversation with God. It's speaking and listening. It's being open to what God talks to you about, puts on your heart, gives you loves you. It's been a huge privilege and a pleasure to be part of the prayer team and intercede on behalf of you all. Thank you so much for entrusting us to pray on your behalf. And let's pray now. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for you. We are so grateful for you, Jesus. We are so grateful for you, Holy Spirit. God, three in one, Lord, always available to us. Lord, love us, loving us more than we feel we deserve. Lord, but you say that you love us unconditionally and that you are always there for us. Lord, we pray this year that you speak to us clearly about your plans for us as individuals and your plans for North Church. Lord, help us to step up and open our mouths and speak to you and open our ears and listen to you and do what you ask of us because you are there for the good of all of those who love you. You made us. You created us. We are so thankful. Lord, we bless you as we bless each other. In Jesus' mighty and precious name, amen.